Hey guys, this week we've got a great topic that's going to be a lot of fun, a little bit lighter and just entertaining. And this week we're going to be talking about I paused because Heather has no idea what we're talking about, and she thought the intro would give her some sort of a hint, but it's not. So stay tuned. You stay tuned too, Heather. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hello, folks. We've got to stop. I love it. I love it. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We are excited about being back with you. Really fun topic today. Aren't aren't you excited about it? No, I'm nervous. Okay, so full disclosure, Heather has been, um, she's in the middle of a class for um, biblical-based counseling, a biblical-based counseling degree uh, from a seminary. And so she has been trying to get some classwork done so that she can go out of town. And so... It just kind of hit us, and I was like, uh, you're not going to be back in time for us to do a podcast. And so we're do we're recording this a little bit earlier than what we normally would, and I just knew that I couldn't um, burden you with a topic. Plus, it don't matter. You don't, you don't <laughs> even think about it. You're just like, let's just chat it up. <laughs> so we're just going to chat it up today. I wonder if there's some people out there that are like, Oh, I love when Rusty does it because there's a point A, point B, point three, you know, all those things. And then other people who are like, ah, I just love when Heather's kind of oh, in charge because sure. it's just all over the place. For sure. That's <laughs> why we work so well together. You know, last week we did the, um, you know, you read that dissertation from the uh, <laughs> from that book. <laughs> And uh, I commented about my about my friend or our friend up in Virginia, and sure enough, the next day he sent me a text and he said, "I got to be honest, I put Heather on two times speed while she was reading." Fine. I was like, "Well, it still took ten minutes." Did it really take <laughs> no, that? It long? was five. It was a five minute read. <gasps> really? Yes. I've got some more for you when you're ready. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pass. I cannot handle the somebody reading to me. In retrospect, is, I probably could have summarized it. Oh, geez. <laughs> now you say. <laughs> Now you tell us. But I just thought all of it was so important. It was. It was good. I listened. I had my eyes closed, but I was listening. I was And you always listen to our podcast again. Did you listen to it again? Yeah. On double speed? Uh, I I hit 30 seconds (gasps) skips through that. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's fine. My feelings are not hurt. Yeah, they are. A little they are. But... Maybe everybody else liked it. I don't know. Now, great. Now you're inviting other people to slam on it. No, I mean, <laughs> we had really good download numbers this week, so I guess it was fine. Uh, okay, so today, Heather, we are going to be talking about romancing your spouse. 
Now, the reason for this is uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a little bit light, but it's gonna it's gonna give uh, some encouragement and and help to you. But the reason why I started thinking about this a lot was two reasons. First of all, I don't know where everybody you know people listen to this literally from all over the world. Um, which, by the way, we had a a cool conversation. Well, actually, I saw that you had a cool conversation with somebody in Sweden. You probably didn't even realize it. They it was just sort of thrown in there. But th- I thought that was pretty cool. They were y'all talked a little bit through Facebook. But anyway, um, I had to go when back. You, when you type, you can't tell accents. <laughs> no, you couldn't. But <laughs> she, I think she actually said that, that where she was from. But which okay. I thought was pretty cool. But anyway. Um, you know, there's, there are people all over the world. So some people aren't going to get this part of it or why we were thinking about, about it in this way. But around here in Mississippi, it is football season and high school football is a big deal in Mississippi. It is in the South. And so a part of that is homecoming. And so our youngest son is, um, he has a girlfriend. And you know it's getting it's getting time for mm-hmm. homecoming, mm-hmm. and it is a big deal. It's like the ask, asking the the you know your date to homecoming, like it's become this. Like you can't just say, "Do you want to go?" Hey, to you want to go to the dance? Right. It's become this big kind of production, you know. And of course, social media has made it that way too. Um, but I, I, you were talking to me about it tonight because. You got to go out of town. You were telling me I needed to help a little bit with some of this, which no problem because I am the king of romance. <laughs> so you laugh really loud into this microphone. Uh, so, um, so I started thinking about it, and like I just wanted to ask you what you thought the the whole inviting the date to homecoming and stuff, the way they do it, the big production, they got to have something creative. They got to think of something special, you know, something memorable, something that can be on social media, all something that kind of stuff. Something on a poster. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, is this a good idea or a bad idea? Tell me what you think. I sure hope we're on the same page here. <laughs> I mean, you did not give me any time. No, no. Well, you didn't and think- the reason why I'm like, ah, it's because I feel like there's pros and cons. Yeah. Okay, so I think, and this is we're not we're we're talking about this because this is springboarding us into talking yes. about romance. The topic your is not high school, right? right. Homecoming. Well, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it right. just so, it just is getting us there, I yeah. guess. Okay, yeah, so know. I know. Okay, well, I, th- this can't be the topic, um, but I do think there's pros and cons. I think that it does make a girl feel special. It makes her feel valued and wanted, and all of those things when when a boy goes to the those lengths to invite them somewhere. But I also think that it it that it very, very much sets them up, not them, their future <laughs> spouse up for failure. Because if you're making such a huge and I mean our son's fixing to do that. So I'm not saying don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you make it such a huge deal um, just asking them to a dance, there's nowhere to go from there. Okay, yeah, uh, that's good. We're sort of sort of on the same page. So, um, so one of the things that I thought about is it does it create too much pressure? Do you think for the girl to say yes? 
no, no, no. More for the boy to oh, have absolutely. to. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because if you just say, hey, can do you want to go to the dance, then you're a failure. Yeah. Because you didn't do it creatively. Yeah. So uh, I did actually. So I, I mean, you know me. I've got a few little notes that sure I took. You do. And one of them actually I put down, it sets them up for failure. So that is a con because it sort of just sets this standard, this, mm-hmm. you know, of, of a romantic that they may not really be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Nor you know, to should have, they be at 16? Right. And you know that out of all of the people, 90% of it is probably coming from their parents. Yeah, yeah. However, I will say there is a balance mm-hmm. because I I love that it makes them actually think about being creative and romantic. Sure. Because if... And that's why, you know, if they have parents that are mm-hmm. willing to help in the right way, mm-hmm. not because, oh, I got to make sure my kid does it the right, best, right, that right. kind of thing. But genuinely, if, um, if you know, the mom and the dad step in and say, oh, you know, let's think of ways to be creative, then it can set them up for at least thinking about creativity, romance, you know, for the rest of their life. Sure. And... So as I was thinking about it, I I know that that this day and age is it is a little bit out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's done right, I do think that, like I said, it just it's it's a good teaching moment. Sure. Um, so I started thinking back to our dating days, mm-hmm. and to be honest, it wasn't different. It wasn't different. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have social media. Right. We did, and it, and there wasn't this. Um, you know, the post, I mean, it wasn't like this almost strict, like there's got to be a poster involved and, you know, <laughs> yeah. but as far as like dating, mm-hmm. like I, I set some standards mm-hmm. that, um, so, uh, you know, throwing this out at you, this is putting you on the spot, but what were some of the most, and they don't necessarily have to be when we were dating, but either dating or, mm-hmm. you know, engaged, married, whatever. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things, like the romantic things that you remember that we did? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is when you ask me to marry you. Okay, let's let's just don't go there because okay. we'll, we'll, we'll tell that whole story because we can do the condensed version. Okay. Um. So another one that sticks stands out is when we went to home we didn't go to homecoming i don't think yeah. it was me and you that went to homecoming we went to yes we went okay. to a homecoming um where we had dinner on the roof now that of w- the church that was that fun. was right yep that was fun mm-hmm. um y- y'all just did and of course this was a group date but we just you um the guys um did dinner up on the roof and had people serve dinner and all of that and that was super fun yep um picnics those are fun. Mm-hmm. We um, did one at one of our teachers' land. He had yeah, this pond. Yeah, it was kind of out in the country, and we set up, and he helped us. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. our, it was a his, our history teacher, yep. and he helped and set helped us set it up, and then we went and had dinner there. Yep, that was fun. Um, we did one in the courtyard at the mm-hmm. um, at the church, and had some had our dinner set up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, 
about it huh no 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 no. i was trying to think of big things i mean like i think of little things but i but there were posters and stuff yeah like i'm the candy one that's what i was fixing to tell okay good. yeah that was that was super fun like you um and i don't know if it was just uh i'm thinking about you or if you were inviting me to something i think i was inviting you to something but you filled in all the blanks of a story with Candy. candy, like bars. candy, candy, candy bars, bars or names of candy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think I actually had the candy bars yeah, on there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know if they were all candy bars or just different types of candies. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, candy bars. but they, but the actual candy was on the poster. Like, mm-hmm. for example, your, I can't think. Like where where you did the a millionaire thing or yeah. you know whatever yeah. whatever you're worth a um, hundred grand yes or thank you like thank that. you thank you yeah. thank you where you have the different um candies that was super fun and I remember that um you also wrote a lot of notes mm-hmm. and letters to me that were mm-hmm. super fun I mean like those those are things that I you know don't want to forget yeah well all of that I do think also led up to me wanting to make our engagement like a big deal Mm -hmm. and so I do think that as these kids are learning that Mm -hmm. that that's kind of what it's teaching them to be ready for something like that because you know that's one of those things that I do think you know an engagement you can do it without spending tons and tons of money which a lot of people do and really go overboard but you can do it to where you just, it's memories and things that you'll never forget. And I think that ours was. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll tell a quick, I, I've been wanting to let people into our lives to hear our engagement <laughs> story anyway. And the reason why, this is another reason why I decided to do this one today. Because our engagement was in 1995. Holy moly. That was 27 years ago. This month. So September the 12th. Because you have a little trinket. Which was part of our, which was part of our. <laughs> you said a little trinket. <laughs> All right, Papa. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, it's like a little jewelry box. A little jewelry box. Okay. Yeah, it's a trinket. <laughs> but anywho, so who's telling the story? You, I probably should because you're not even going to remember it all. No, I would remember it, but this is what you do would do the whole time. Oh no 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 no! But the, and well, I'd that's like, because I spent. I mean. Well, you lived you it, the story. but I spent. And I'm not going to interrupt you. I spent forever planning this thing. So, so we went to the same college here in town. Both of our parents lived here, and so we were go. We went. It was just a weeknight, and that was part of the plan too. That it was just kind of going to be. I mean, we had dated for almost seven years, or we was maybe, I guess six years at the time. So I knew that as soon as it started. Like you knew what was gonna, what was coming. So there was no way to really surprise you. So I had already in my mind thought, okay, well this night's gonna be this huge night. But from the very beginning, you'll already know what's what's happening. So, but the surprise part of it, we went to my parents' house. We were gonna go out to eat. And that that was the plan. There wasn't anything special about it, but we were gonna go out to eat. So we went to my parents' house to wash clothes. And as we were washing clothes, a limo drives up. So. Um, you see the limo, and of course I knew it, you knew that was what was about to happen. So um, so we got in the limo, I wrote a poem that I gave you. I was going to read it, but I just think our listeners are so tired of hearing <laughs> us read it. <Gosh. laughs> 
No, I just I just couldn't put them through it again. I couldn't have our friends putting us on double time uh, while I read this while I read the poem. So anyway, it was a poem that just basically it had a lot of highlights of our dating, and it had little things that were like inside jokes and stuff like that. So uh, so you read it. Obviously knew what was fixing to happen. So we go first. It was almost like a little scavenger hunt. So we went first to the church, and we went out to the little courtyard. We had um, sparkling grape juice, and we had a blanket, and we went out there, and you you tell me if I missed something. Uh, We went out there, and we prayed together to start the night. And then we got back in the limo, and we went to our favorite, our one of our favorite restaurants, that's no longer there, and it's so sad. Somebody so asked sad. me the other day if it was still there. Mm. Um, so we went there because it was a Mexican restaurant, and we got chips and dip and queso. It was waiting on us when we got there, so we could put it in, get it, and put it in the limo with us, mm-hmm. and we could eat our chips and dip while we were driving around the limo. Mm-hmm. We had to get our money's worth of the limo. So, uh, so we did that. Then we went to um, our favorite restaurant was a Japanese restaurant. We also had it to go, or I had it ready to go. So we got we go and get it, but we didn't eat it. So you didn't really know where we were going, and we drove. Gosh, it was a lot further away than I thought, but it was cool because we were in a limo. So, um, but it drove us out to the reservoir. This big, huge body of water. We had a we had some friends that had this little, almost like a little lake house, but outside it had this covered, screened-in, um, what was it? Some sort of a patio, oh, yeah. little gazebo, gazebo porchy yeah. thing, and with a swing and stuff. And so, when we got there, there were balloons and uh, candles and a table that, you know, tablecloth and stuff, and there was a gift on the table. Now, I have to pause you. Come on. You're not talking about candles on the table. I'm talking about the entire gazebo was lit up with candles around the entire perimeter. Big deal. Big deal. Okay. Okay, keep going. So, uh, if you've seen Grey's Anatomy, think Derek and... What's her name? I have no idea. Starts with an M. Meredith. Okay. Okay, keep going. That's what it was like. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, there's a gift. You open up the gift, and what's in the gift? The trinket. No, heck no, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before the meal? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, I, I opened up a gift, and it was a two place settings of the china, the everyday china that I had commented and said, oh, I love that china. When we get married one day, we're going to get that. Poppy's mm. own blue. Poppy's own blue. So, so yes, I had taken some notes and we, yeah, you did. and you Very opened impressive. it. And, and I hear a um, collective, oh, yeah. from all the ladies. So we ate on that and enjoyed our meal, um, our takeout. Japanese, and then uh, there was a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yes, so there was um, a fortune cookie. I opened it up and opened the fortune, and it said, may I have this dance? And let me tell you what, that was a challenge because you have no idea how many fortune cookies I broke <laughs> 
with tweezers trying to get <laughs> the old fortune cookie out to put my fortune cookie mm-hmm. in there. Your and I used, to, I fortune, mean, my fortune, yeah. I typed it on a typewriter and <laughs> cut it and everything. It was amazing. <laughs> so, yes, it said, may I have this dance? Uh, we had a we had a jam box yeah, with tapes and everything, box. little boom box had a mixtape going, but when it was time for us to dance, our song came Just on you and I. because it was a song that we recorded together mm-hmm. at Opryland in the studio mm-hmm. on a trip. And if uh, we could find it, we could oh, yeah, upload it. And so we danced to that, and then when we finished dancing to that. I did pull out the trinket. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think you opened the box, mm-hmm. and there was a little a little heart-shaped jewelry box, mm-hmm. and it had the date engraved mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. and then inside the jewelry box was the, was the, ring. the ring, and so I got down on my knee. I asked you, and it's a good thing you said yes, because that was a lot of work <laughs> I put into that night. <laughs> it was an amazing night. So, um, with lots of fun little details. Yeah. So, a couple of reasons why we wanted to share that. First of all, we, I think a lot of people listen to us and they feel like they know us because mm-hmm. we just tell them all about our lives mm-hmm. and we're pretty wide open. But I just thought that would be kind of cool that people would be able to go, oh, that's a, you know, that's mm-hmm. neat. We know them a little bit better now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here's here's the part. We got ju- we, we got a few minutes. So we're going to talk through uh, romance now that we've kind of built up to this. And we're going to just kind of address, uh, let's address three situations, Shocker. three three listeners, <laughs> and we'll have a poem to go along with it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so... Acts, yes, three. It's going to be three. So here's here's one that we need to address. There's people that are listening out there, and they're going, hmm, you know, my spouse used to be romantic, mm-hmm. and they're just not anymore. Mm-hmm. So what do we do about that? Mm-hmm. I, because here's the thing. I would say that I certainly set myself up for failure in some ways because dating, engagement, everything you've just heard, like it's hard to live up to that. Mm-hmm. We've been married for 26 years now. So I would say that I fall in, fall more in this category. So what do we say to people like me or other people that are just like, yeah, just not as romantic mm-hmm. anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, I know for me, the definition of what romantic is has changed. Sure. Like, I I would be like, what are you doing if we went out and had... If a limo pulled if up. If a limo pulled up. I'd be like, do you know how much money that costs? <laughs> Could have got my nails done five times for this. But like romantic to me now looks different. Mm. I mean, like I'm not exaggerating. If you were to say, hey, let's just curl up on the sofa and watch a Hallmark movie. That to me would be so romantic because it's putting my need, my desire, your thoughts for me above the needs of your own. Mm-hmm. And and so honestly, like that is that would be so romantic to me. Okay, you jumped ahead. But oh, that's okay. Sorry. That's okay. This is why you should tell but me we're what on we're the doing. Sa- but we're on the same okay, page. Good. That's what makes it okay, so good. good. Okay, good. Um so I would say this in if we're addressing the person or the couple, maybe we're addressing the guy that's listening, that's saying, that's thinking, well, I'm just not romantic anymore. I've really dropped the ball here. Or the wife that's going, gosh, you used to be romantic, but you're not anymore. Mm-hmm. 
And so the encouragement both ways would be listen, communicate. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because you need to you need to know what it is that makes your your spouse feel special now. Right. Because it may not be what you see on TV. Right. And there are a lot of people who love to get roses or flowers. Like that could be really important to somebody. But then to somebody else, it may not be. Yeah. I'm not a huge roses person. I love a good white daisy. You can get those for $7 at the Kroger and not have to worry about all the other things. But I would much rather you say, hey, why don't you go get your nails done? Or some, like you yeah. have to know what makes your wife, spouse so, tick. Okay, so that's the first, The addressing the first issue is, the romance is not the same. It seems to be gone. You can get there by listening and doing what mm-hmm. your spouse thinks is romantic now. At that time. That's right. So the other thing is, let's twist this around a little bit, because the other the other way about this is just what you describe, because there's people out there that are like, well, I would love to be romantic to my spouse, but really all they want to do is come home at night and put their quitters on and sit <laughs> on the couch and read a book. <laughs> I mean, that's you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not, I'm just saying, but you just said that. That's exactly what you just said. So for somebody like me that is sort of a romantic and has that, you know, desire, Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of want, 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 Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I would actually say to somebody like you, um, because there may be people out there who's like, I just rather sit at home. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that every now and then you need to, even if it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, a little bit of, uh, what are, you know, like you said, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you need to relive that a little mm-hmm. bit because sure. you have no idea how much fun it would be. Right. And, right. and fun for the person that's actually trying to do something romantic. Because there is a little bit of me that is like, man, I haven't. I haven't done that in a long time, but I don't think she really cares that Mm -hmm. much. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, if I were to, you know, all of a sudden just kind of surprise you, it what, so I'm addressing somebody like you, it would be go with it because it's going to end up being a blast. And you may not want to do it every week or every other Mm -hmm. week. It may be once a year, but you'll, you'll make a memory that you won't forget. So don't, so don't, um, Ah, uh, what am I trying to squash. say? Squash your your Swelt. whatever you know your Smushes. spouse. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> okay, so those two things. Now here's here's the other one. What about that spouse that the wife? I mean, we're, let's be honest. This maybe this is probably just the wife that's going. My husband has never been a romantic, and probably never will be. Has no idea what to do. What would we say to that person? Why did your eyes get big? <laughs> I have no idea. No. There's a part of me that thinks that person has it better than anybody because no they ha- there's no expectation. Mm-hmm. They've never been set up. Mm-hmm. Now, if they start doing things romantic, their spouse is probably going to go, "What'd you do? <laughs> what <laughs> is going right. on?" You know. But I just think that's a great place to be because there is. It doesn't matter how long you've been married. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can start being a romantic. Mm -hmm. And so my encouragement to the one out there that's like, I've just never been romantic, you know, and 
I don't even know how to write. Why, why are you getting your country bumpkin voice? Because most of country bumpkins just ain't romantic. <laughs> I don't know. I live in Mississippi. <laughs> uh, so uh, I just think that I think that there's massive potential in everybody. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be the big elaborate homecoming mm-hmm. ask for a date. It's mm-hmm. listen to your spouse, know know what romance is to them, and start doing it. Mm-hmm. And if it if it is one of those things where your spouse really does desire something like on TV, a knight in shining armor thing, pick pick a day and just mm-hmm. say, all right, I'm gonna and find some help if you need some help. But say, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make a big deal. Mm-hmm. And just because that's what she or he wants. Mm-hmm. Because, look, ladies, you need to romance your husband, mm-hmm. too, in the way that they want and need mm-hmm. to be romanced. And when they, when you can tell that they're trying, encourage, encourage, encourage. Don't be like, what did you yeah. just attempt? Right. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... There's, I just think that every man has somewhere down in them this desire to romance their spouse. They just don't know how to do it, and they don't feel adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, you know, the the old jo- the John Eldridge Wild at Heart. Every man has built inside them. There's a, there's a, we have a beauty that we want to chase. And that's our spouse. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we may feel inadequate. We may not know what we're doing, but we have that desire. So sometimes it may just be that your spouse needs to say, just tell you, this is what I like. This is what I want, you know. Maybe we could do that sometime. You know, it's just, it's a little bit of encouragement and communication. So I like it. Okay, well, was just you and I. Was that fun? Yes, it was super fun. Way more fun than listening to me read. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) All right, well, hope you guys enjoyed a little lighter uh, episode today. Hope you had fun listening, and we will be back next week. Can't wait to see you. Not really see you because we don't see you, but can't wait for you to hear us again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, until next week. Later. Hello, folks. (laughs) Goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. (laughs) 